new builders have always been very expensive, but now that rates have gone up, they know that the buyers are not going to qualify for as much house. Their costs to build haven't come down, and their desire to make a profit has not come down. Right. right? So they have to accept that they're going to make less money, and they're going to do that. I'm going to tell you that right now. Or... They have to sell the houses for more, which they did. They, they built in the sales price. But if buyers can't qualify for these higher price homes because rates have gone up so much, what's going to happen now? Check, check, one, two, one, two. Turn it up, turn it up. Welcome to the Foreclosure Deals Coach Podcast. The tides are turning. The time is now. Your home for the mindset, methodology, and tools needed to invest in foreclosures. Don't you dare buy a house. Buy a deal. You need to get into this right now. Right now. Yeah. And now your host, the Foreclosure Deals Coach, Donnie Corum. Hello, 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 and welcome back to the Foreclosure Deals Coach Podcast. I am your host and Foreclosure Deals Coach, Donnie Corum. <laughs> Recording live from our downtown Colorado Springs studios with Jonathan Winston, our executive producer. What's up, Jay? Living the dream, man. Uh, another day, another opportunity to get back at it. Um, you know, Colorado weather is uh, bipolar, but it's I, crazy bipolar, right? I enjoy, you know, being able to see some snow-capped mountains every once in a while. So that makes I'm, one of us. I would like to see some. Uh, I'm trying to move to Florida, though. <laughs> see, now I feel that. I feel that. <laughs> Any Floridians out there want to do some deals, you need to holla at your boy because I'm uh, I am down to do some deals someplace warm. Yeah, some I met somebody last night and they were like, "You're trying to move to Florida? Do you know what they're doing down there? You know, this is no offense, but do you know what they're doing down there to the LBGTQ community?" Oh, I'm go. like, I'm like, uh, I mean, it's there's beaches there <laughs> and there's like real estate there and like, you know, I, I mean, I'm cool with you, like you good, but I, right, you know, right. I'm trying to have a good time right. and not be covered in snow. I, I, I feel some, you know, trying to support other people, other cultures and whatnot, killing the LBGTQ. Q, but it's like I'm trying to be warm. Yeah, you know? man. I, I ain't worried about the political stuff. I'm just trying to get warm, right? Let's just let's just get to that. <laughs> I'm sorry, I did not consider that one second when I, know, I was thinking about moving there. Yeah, you're making moves like I don't know what's what's going on with gays down there. They're like, is like, that cool? Like, I don't. It doesn't matter. I'm just trying <laughs> to go, matter. man. <laughs> if you're listening to this and you're part of the LBGTQ community, we're not trying to be insulting. We're just actually, I'll, I'll do a deal with you. Like, let's kick it. Let's hang out. <laughs> I was trying to get to Florida. I just, just <laughs> give me a call. All right, let's do this. Um, so I got an article from CNBC talking about home builders' sales expectations drop dramatically as mortgage rates soar. So the last episode we just recorded um, talked about how rates are up. Uh, in certain cases, a half to 1%. Pretty big deal when you look at how high prices have gone up. See, when rates were stupid low and prices were lower, a rate increase was like, nah, you know, you, you got a $250,000, $300,000 house, rates go up half a percent, no big deal, okay? But when average prices have gone up as much as they've gone up, and then you add a rate increase, it had it started to have an impact. That was last show. Today's show talks about how it's going to affect home builder sales. Now, the home builders, 
are kind of like your new car salesman, right? Okay. You've got the new car guys who are selling that brand new Dodge Challenger SRT Hellcat edition, Ooh. and they're getting additional dealer profit like a mug right now because <laughs> they've got an inventory shortage, the way overcharging. That's been home builders for years. There's always been a cool factor in America and abroad. I'll never forget my parents built a house uh, when I was a kid, and it's just a fun process. Like, if mm-hmm. you've got, you got the time for it, it's neat to pick out your countertops and cabinets and, and watch it all come to life, right? Especially if you're building, like, a custom home out on land. You know, if you achieve that part of the American dream, it's, it's awesome. However... Builders start to get worried right now because material costs have, in fact, gone up, right? Construction costs have definitely gone up. People are charging a great deal more to frame houses. For a while there, lumber was, you know, getting to gold prices. I'm kidding a little bit, but it kind of went up, quadrupled in cost because we just couldn't get lumber courtesy of some coronavirus delays and whatnot and it settled down but not to the level it was before so everything about home building currently costs more than it did just a few years ago right now that wasn't a problem when your buyers have the buying power to buy a six hundred thousand dollar new build with 1,800, 1,900 square feet. And I wish I was exaggerating, but if you look at home prices, new-built home prices right here in Colorado Springs, Colorado, where we're recording today, um, that's about average. You're going to be about 500, maybe 600 grand, and you'll be lucky to clear 1,800, maybe 2,200 square feet. Okay, That's Colorado. That may not be quite the same where you're located in the markets you're listening across the country, but it goes without saying a bit that there's going to be, there was a huge increase in new-built costs and that was translated into new build sales price a while back. Okay, that's just been built in. Always kind of been the case. It's always been a little bit more to buy a new property, obviously, than it is to buy a resale property because you're buying new. You got that new carpet smell. You can lay on the carpet and not worry about what the dogs do that carpet before you moved in. I know I just messed you up a bit, right? You've got to use house. Like, we change our carpets out, so we don't. Right. Don't, if you buy one of ours, you're straight. But if you yeah. buy one of those used carpets, I'm just saying. I don't know. I'm just saying dogs pee um, <laughs> on your carpet. Uh, so anyway, let's get off that topic. <laughs> New builders have always been very expensive, but now that rates have gone up, they know that the buyers are not going to qualify for as much house. Their cost to build haven't come down, and their desire to make a profit has not come down. Right. right? So they have to accept that they're going to make less money, and they're going to do that. I'm going to tell you that right now. Or... They have to sell the houses for more, which they did. They, they built in the sales price. But if buyers can't qualify for these higher-priced homes because rates have gone up so much, what's going to happen now? Well, there's going to be an attrition in building. They're going to have to build less properties. I can tell you that right here in the local Colorado Springs market, that has not yet started to take place. We are building at record-breaking pace to keep up with arguably one of the coolest places in the country to live. Sorry if you live elsewhere, Detroit. Um but the reality is, we're a real cool place to live. We got the mountains, we got rivers, we got lakes. We don't have an ocean to speak of, but if you're into that, we got skiing. Right. I personally am a tropical people. I'm not into being cold for prolonged periods of time, but That's I understand fine. a lot of people are, not right. me. Um, we're a really cool place to live. Couple that with the military. We got a big military surrounding here. Air Force Academy is nearby, Peterson Air Force Base, Fort Carson is one of the largest Army installations in the country, Shriver Air Force Base, which is the, up until recently, was the home of Space Force. Oh, man. I just like saying that. I like saying Space Force. There's a Buckley uh, Space Force Base up in Denver, yes. and I 
didn't know that, and I was about to drive over there. But I'm like, I don't, I don't know. I got kind of, got kind of weirded out being so close to the Denver airport and all the creepy well, stuff. Well, you know, you don't have to drive over there. You can hit your little thing on your lapel, like, and you just beam yourself into Space Force now. You didn't get the lapel? I, they didn't send one to me yet. I'm trying to you gotta, you gotta get it recruited, out, right? man. You gotta join out, right? So, Space Force, Trump's big brain child <laughs> is now taking off. We're getting there. Listen, I've seen some of the Space Force aircraft that are proposed they're, they're so far beyond the reality of ever being actually be produced right now but if they do it it's gonna be mad cool okay all this combination means Colorado Springs is a really cool place to live and a lot of people treat their houses like their cars right I, I, I ain't trying to buy a used car I don't get that personally I like somebody else to take the depreciation if there was such a thing in cars right now right man don't even talk about that which there is not yeah. right so new homes have always been arrayed, and the builders, developers here in our local market can't possibly keep up with the current demand on housing coming into the marketplace right now, okay? But they're seeing signs nationally of slowdown. They're seeing signs nationally that the cost to build is getting very high. People are not building as much. Now, again, we're the Foreclosure Deals Coach podcast, so we have to spin this to the opportunity this presents for those not looking to buy a new build because we don't buy houses on this show. We buy... Deals. deals. We're deal right? hunters. And generally speaking, new builds can't be deals. New cars are very rarely deals, right? right? When you're buying the resale equivalent of pretty much anything, you can get a better deal on it. Am I right? Mm-hmm. Okay, so let, let's spin this to how this benefits investors out there. If you're buying now a resale property and there's a bunch of new homes being built, you're always competing with do I buy the new one or do I buy the resale one? Well, obviously the resale one very rarely looks as cool as the new one, right? The builders keep up with the latest trends. They're putting in the latest thermostats. They got better furnaces, better windows, yada, 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 okay? Now there's these houses though that have been built in Colorado Springs. We started really actively building in this town in the 1960s. Okay, that was the kind of the beginning of the real boom time here in the in the Colorado Springs market. So you got a bunch of retro houses here mm-hmm. that are definitely not as cool as the new builds, but you can make them as cool. This presents the opportunity. Okay, it's a huge amount of construction, and we have the same problems the new builders have: lack of labor. Lack of available parts. Windows are now running four to six months lead time to get windows installed. All That's all crazy. citing coronavirus. Wait a minute. As the reasoning, which I don't know, the the, the like the, the the windows get sick. Like I don't know. I didn't know glass could catch. Oh, I'm oh Megatron. It could be. Maybe glass is just a pain. <laughs> oh, yeah. hey, that oh, was that's pretty good. I'll be here all week. That's um, pretty good. Anyway, (laughs) getting back to it, your opportunity now is to look at these retro houses, right? And look what's the highest and best use. In addition to being a real estate agent for 15 years, an appraiser for 10 years, and one of the things they teach you in appraisal school is highest and best use of the property, okay? Mm -hmm. So they're doing an evaluation that says, is this better as a commercial property? Is this better as a residential property? What's the highest and best use of that piece of land? And there's a lot of factors going into that. Location, uh, proximity to other commercial, uh, proximity to schooling and office space, all of which is changing right now as we have a huge work from home generation shifting from going to work every single day to being able to do most of their work at home. Mm -hmm. Largely caused by coronavirus forcing people to stay home for a while. Right. Right? So the low proximity to the airport is still kind of important, but not as important as it was that people don't have to travel as much for work. That was a huge thing. Closeness to hospitals, et cetera. But most importantly, these retro houses are now going to be an opportunity because they're dated and they're ugly. 
Hi, this is Donnie Corum, your foreclosure deals coach. You know, one question I'm asked all the time is how do I get started in real estate investing? Here's the thing. In order to get into the game, you got to have access to the big data that drives the real estate market. After all, you wouldn't trade stocks without a trading platform, and you shouldn't get started in investing in real estate without DealHunter.io. DealHunter.io is an application that I use daily to find the best deals in the real estate market, to provide that information to my lending partner so I can fund those deals, to know how to fix those deals, to bring them in line with the market, and most importantly, how to sell those deals at a profit. So if you're looking to get started in real estate investing, head on out to dealhunter.io and sign up for a free seven-day trial of the PropStream application that'll separate you from other competitors of the real estate market. With that, this is Donnie Corum from dealhunter.io reminding you, don't buy a house house by a deal. You might recall that there was a time where green shag carpet was all the rage, right? And, and you would think when we push in 50 years later that all that green shag carpet would have been burned by now. But I can tell you every single day, including this very week, we're buying a property that has green carpet throughout the house itself ain't bad, but it's dated as all get out. What about the one with uh, carpeted wood floor, or what was that? Like the carpeted walls? And stuff, no, the carpeted wood floors. The one oh, that we went yes, <laughs> we saw. We saw one that they put like a. It was kind of carpet, but it was like it had a wood pattern on yeah, it. Yeah, it, it so was. They, they the were weird. trying to do wood floors, but there were carpet wood floors. Like it was weird. The weirdest thing I've ever seen in a house. Super. Why would you go through that? Why would you just put the wood floors in it? Just put carpet in. Make a choice, bro. This is what we're dealing with when you're dealing with those dated properties. But your average buyer who now has to pay a premium for even these dated ass properties, right? Mm -hmm. They got to pay this huge premium going, well, I want the pretty one. I want the nicer one, the new build. Look, right? So obviously you understand the essence of flipping, but that's going to become increasingly important as these retro houses fall less and less in vogue because there's the new build costs are so high, but when new builds start to get even less available, they're going to turn their attention to those older homes and go, well, mm-hmm. if you can make it look like it, that's going to become even more valuable. And they're going to start selling at new build rates, which is a huge opportunity for us. We always have to stay just a little bit below new build prices because if you could buy new, you, you would. would. Buy new, right? You're going to buy new, right? But if there's less new builds, that'll increase the price further. But it'll also increase the price of the new the uh, resale properties, which is happening in markets all across the country. The key here now is to understand how to make your properties more appetizing to a would-be new new build buyer, right? And a lot of that comes down to the tech package, the color palette, right? We're still doing a great deal of gray and white. I, I affectionately call it the Apple theme, mm-hmm. though Apple's more white and white. Um but you got that, that spin of gray because that's super popular. We're seeing a little bit of shift back to the tans. The kill and beige was super popular early on in my flipping career, kind of faded out to vogue into gray, and now we're seeing it shift back a little bit, and we're seeing a ton of blue. Yeah. Have you noticed the amount of blue cabinets and yeah. countertops and things of that, that nature? Even on, the, uh, you know, even on the shows, like all those places there, mm-hmm. um, you know, speaking to that. And then, you know, when you're looking at these, when you're running comps and looking at, um, you know, 
houses that you're comparing the one that you're going to flip to you're seeing that a lot in the ones that the in their pictures and stuff so yes and the good news is you don't have to be in true desire to figure this out okay you just have to act have access to your comparable sales to, to jonathan's point here mm-hmm. if you can see what sold what color scheme the ones that sold at top dollar don't worry about hey, i'm in light blue nobody cares what you like man and this <laughs> yeah. is not about what you like you got to look at the market as an overall mm-hmm. and, and grandmama's color of, of fuchsia and, and pink all over the property that was so cool in the 70s and 80s and i'm telling you they were building that because that was the demand that's what people wanted you got to give the people what they want right and if you can do that, you can build a property that will be arguably more desirable than the new builds. Because what's the problem with the new builds? We go back to the location a little bit, right? When you're in a new build development, you might not find a tree yeah. for miles, right? We have a neighborhood called Banning Lewis Ranch. I don't know why they call it ranch. It looks nothing like a ranch unless you're into plains. It's just flat land <laughs> as far as you can see, yeah. right? The homes are gorgeous, Right. And the new builders know they can't compete with these nicer centralized lots. Mm-hmm. The lots are typically smaller on new builds. Right. Good point. Good point. So but they don't have the amenities. They're not close to the cool stuff that usually makes your town culture cool. Right. I live in a loft in downtown Colorado Springs. I have no yard at all. So I really shouldn't be talking smack about lot space because I don't own a yard. Right. Mm-hmm. Well, other properties own yards, but you get the idea. Um, but I'm right in the center of the city. And you simply cannot recreate what I have anywhere else. What I can do is make it more modern, updated, and cooler than it was when it was built, right? And that seems super obvious, but the purpose of this is to let you know as the building fades, it's going to be a huge opportunity for flipping. All this is about talking about how you as an investor can benefit from this, okay? And the benefit right now is that builders are reporting signs of weakness in the market. And they haven't reported any signs of weakness in the better part of three years. It's been go, 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 go. Can't build in line with demand. We're still feeling that way here at Colorado Springs, Colorado. But I know there are other markets clearly by this article. You're going to see this in the Foreclosure Deals Coach Facebook page, which we haven't joined already. What the hell are you waiting for, right? Get hooked up on that right now get these articles but the builders are reporting signs of weakness we've got to capitalize on that weakness okay and the key to capitalizing is understanding what's happening in this market shift and getting out in front of it i can tell you when i was a new investor in 08 09 and we didn't know how to handle the big mortgage crisis that took place back then we didn't know what to do we didn't have any signs or inklings at least i didn't i'm certain there were veterans from the 80s crisis or the 90s crisis because there was every decade or so we go through this process again mm-hmm. who knew exactly what to do my mentor as an example bought 115 houses during that era subject to right he just posted online he just picked up a new porsche 911 gt3 i'm trying not to be jealous but i am um because he bought at the right time you have the ability right now to buy at the right time if the home builders slow down your opportunity to get into the remodeling side of this is awesome now listen wholesalers this means you got to provide better deals to your cash buyers but the other thing it means is should you be considering doing full flips instead of just assigning these contracts off right i know we created this whole market where it's easy money right you get the property under contract you find a cash buyer you make five ten grand you're in and you're out but if you've gotten good at that Right, if you've gotten effective at wholesaling off, is it time maybe to start considering doing the construction yourself? Maybe, maybe it's time to consider because the amount of money the guys doing the actual flips 
are making would stagger you compared to what you're making at a wholesale fee. Whereas a good wholesale fee should, I mean, should be somewhere between five and ten grand. I know the market's kicking ass right now, yeah. so we're seeing ten to twenty grand far more often than we should. Okay, <laughs> but it is happening quite a bit. On a normal flip right now, I can make fifty to sixty thousand dollars, and we did forty-seven last year. Right. We're targeting 60 this year. We're talking millions of dollars. You might be missing out on if you're limiting your bandwidth to, I just wholesale. I just wholesale, right? You should be wholesaling. You should be retailing. You should be holding some of them to do Airbnbs, vacation rentals, normal rentals, et cetera. But you've got to master more than one trick, pony, right? Because it's, it's changing right before our very eyes. And the home builders are giving us signs of weakness in their market. That's a huge opportunity for those of us who can pivot right now into a full flipping model, okay? If you're worried about getting started in that, it makes sense. There's a whole lot more moving parts to the wholesale, to the retail market or the flipping market than there is on the wholesale side. A whole lot more stuff you got to figure out. Construction, budgets, time frames, project management, color schemes, cabinets, countertops, supply chain, bunch of move. That's why it pays better. Because it's far more complicated. Right? My best coaching clients are people who are transitioning from one stage of the real estate market, primarily real estate agents, to be honest with you who are deciding they don't just want to work for 3% on the retail side, but rather would like to get into the investing side of it, my best clients are transitioning out of that into that into flipping. If that describes you, you want to do that, I would tell you this the builder slowing down is a great time to get started. This article really proves now's the opportunity. Okay. And honestly, it'll help the home builders. Not that you care, but you know, if you're looking at overall economics, if you if you take some of the load off of those guys, they can slow down, build a better product that takes a little bit longer, and then they'll move that traffic over to the flipping market, which will just be beneficial for the entire real estate market, and it'll stretch out how long this thing goes into crash. Because it is going to crash eventually, right? I'm not talking massive devastation like 0809. I don't think we're gonna see anything quite that severe, but we are gonna see something, and if you're out in front of it, you can make a ton of money benefiting from understanding what's going to happen next as opposed to just figuring out when it happens. Does that make sense? Oh yeah. So the opportunity is here. The home builders are opening the door for us. They're telling us things are slowing. They're telling us that we don't necessarily need to build as many houses as we do. However, all the economic economists are saying that we have a two to three year housing shortage in front of us. Okay. That there's still not enough homes for as many people that were born in the baby boomer generation. Oh wow. So if we're gonna if we have a two to three year window where these are gonna be built, shouldn't you be investing in real estate right now? Right? Crypto may come or go. I love cryptocurrency. I'm, I'm a big fan, but that may come or go. The stock market we know comes and goes. We got years of cycles to prove that, but housing kind of stays cool always, because we always kind of need a place to live. Right. Right? So if you're going to invest your time and your money into one segment to make to build wealth, if you're just trying to get by, you are probably listening to the wrong show right now. Okay. In the end, our objective is to teach you how to get fat, filthy, rich, to provide for generational wealth. Okay. That's the shift that we're looking for in heavy real estate investing. You can dabble in this, but that's not the design of my coaching students, and that's not the people who listen to this show generally. The people who listen to this show want to build wealth through real estate investing. And wealth is the kind of money that transfers. Okay. And you can transfer now by owning two or three pretty solid investments. You'd be set. When you get to that 10-20 bracket, you're absolutely set. And at 100, 115 units like my predecessors, you're, you're talking about changing the entire family tree forever. 
That's the objective, not just to get by. The time is now, the market is here, and the builders just opened the door for us, so they're going to be slowing down a little bit because things are tightening up a bit in their space. Take advantage. Let's do that. With that, this is Donnie Corum, your foreclosure deals coach. Thanking you so much for tuning in each and every single week. We've got some incredible live events coming in. We're going to be starting here in the Colorado Springs market, because that's where I am. But we're going to be moving all across the country. Stay tuned for that. I would love to meet you face-to-face and teach you and remind you again, don't you dare buy a house. Buy a deal. Want more of the Foreclosure Deals Coach? Hit subscribe and stay tuned for more of the mindset, methodology, and tools you'll need to invest in foreclosures. Visit foreclosuredealscoach.com and text DEAL to get a list of foreclosures in your area.